Good morning, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We're a good podcast about mostly bad books, movies, and TV and such. This is episode number 279. We've now done as many episodes as the number of state parks in California. Whoa! Yeah. It's a lot of state parks. Yeah. Good job. Good job, California. Yeah. Most like of them the are losing state. money. Yeah. Well, apparently. I mean, they're not. You get the people in first, Alex, and then you monetize later. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, that strategy is not working yet. Well, it's I, did, I didn't realize parks were a capitalist yeah, well, adventure. It's that it's, uh, the article I was reading was just that, that California has no money. And so the fact that the parks are losing way more money than they used to is kind of a problem. It's not that they're supposed to be profitable, but you'd think that if anyone could could, mono- could monetize that scale, it would be California. Yeah, they just need some VCs from the South Bay to, to <laughs> every third and- tree is an ad. It's going to get really yeah. bad. Uh, banner trees. Uh. <laughs> oh. Welcome to Google tree. Google Park. Yeah, a, a pop up tree would probably be the worst. Just right in the middle of where you're walking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, I can't X out! Speaking of wooden performances, this week we are talking about Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, not bad. bad. I almost said uh, things with wood, but that would have been different. Uh, Uh, This movie is the new new film starring Dakota Johnson and an oak tree named James Dorman. Um, Okay, here's... I want to get this off the bat quickly. uh Uh, Was anyone disappointed that you did not see more dogs? <laughs> me, no. me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, remember, no, like, I, I, I would have liked equal opportunity nudity, and I thought. I, it well, was okay, but I think it was pretty close to equal. We saw the same yeah. amount of his chest and butt, and right. then we didn't see her. We saw just like a little neck from him, and we saw I, just a hint of pubes I, from her. I don't think yeah. boobs equaled pecs, though. I think boobs equal balls, and we were way short on balls. <laughs> <laughs> so you wanted you wanted to see a ball. You want more equal shots. Shot for shot. Side screen. I'm still caught up at whether boobs equal balls. I don't know what. I don't think that's true. I think maybe you needed to see her ovaries. Yeah, that's what you're talking about. Oh, you don't want to. No. No. I'm not good at algebra, but I think, yeah, it is more equal to ovaries. Okay, well, the outside of the ovaries, I guess. But, but like, I don't think, okay, I don't think, though, boobs equal pecs. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah. I mean, I I just mean like body positioning. It seemed pretty equal. Yeah, we saw a lot of his butt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a, a good amount, but like, <laughs> Red, as okay. wishes, he saw more butt. Yeah, you, just, you wanted more, you wanted more dong. Look, I it was still shot like I feel like it was shot to like you know, to to focus on her, you know, which is great for me. But I'm not the core demo here. You know? Well, I this Kyla can maybe help us out with this, but my impression is that most of the time when women want sexy things, they're not like, I wish I could see more of his balls hanging out. It is uh, mostly like pecs and arms, right? Yeah, it's uh, yeah. I really enjoyed looking at his chest and his butt. Yeah. Um, I I'm not that disappointed that I didn't see his his peen and his balls. You don't you don't have to put on a brave face for us. A <laughs> <laughs> men are men are beautiful, but yes. that isn't the that isn't the, we're, the we're prettiest fine. part. We're fine. No. No. <laughs> we love I, it, you know. <laughs> but I feel a little bit like uh, if his, his balls would have been unwelcome guests at this party. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> I wouldn't everybody. say. I wouldn't say that. I would just say maybe they're not on the guest list. But they, if they showed up at the door, I'd like. Oh, you're in. here. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Invitation got lost in the mail. Yeah, sure. there's a plate in the kitchen. There, so there's somebody's plus one or plus two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly. What this if is, only one ball got in, though? What if it was just plus one? <laughs> just one. Yeah, only one of you can come in. I'm sorry. Wearing really tight shorts and the one just pops out the side. <laughs> I'm glad this, none of this happened. I'm glad we got that out of the way up top. Okay. As before we even yep. introduced everybody, we had to talk a lot about uh, We're all Jamie children. Dorman's balls. <laughs> I don't mind talking about Jamie Dorman's balls. <laughs> Anything, uh, Dornan, we'll, whatever. we'll get back to him in a second. Uh, this episode <laughs> is sponsored by our fabulous Meat Buddies. Go to read-sweep.com slash Meat Buddies to donate and join the population of Meatburg. Uh, and you can also go to read-sweep.com, sign up for our mailing list, and find out more about our Meat Buddies. We have a new segment in our mailing list that I really like called Meet a Buddy, where you get to see somebody who's donated and a picture of their pet, which is pretty great. Uh, let me introduce you to your panel. I'm Alex Falcone in Portland. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. Here, joining us from Brooklyn, New York, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter. It's Mr. Chris Smith. 
Hey, Alex, I'm going to do something a little different. I'm going to do two different quotes, not from this movie. Okay. But I'm going to say, Christian, you play piano real nice, but uh, how come you can't play something upbeat like Camp Town Races? <laughs> I, this I happens was... to be a nocturne, you know? <laughs> Frederick Actually, fucking really... Chopin. That's how I felt during Christian's playing, man. I was really Nobody hoping, though, that it was going to be like ragtime. Like, he's like, well, fair enough. He, like, puts out the tip jar, starts playing ragtime. She wakes yeah. up from her first sex, comes down in this billionaire's uh, loft, and just hears... Sad. Ba-da, ba-dum, 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 ba-dum. Yeah, he's playing some stride piano. Sure. Because well, ragtime had a great run right after the sting. I would love this to come back again. It was like, oh, yeah, that, that ragtime version of Beyonce. Really pretty funny. <laughs> also joining us, that's his wife, he's in Northern California. It's Mr. Ezra Fox. Now, Alex, to get through this movie, I actually recast it. So um, Christian Gray was played by uh, Kristen Chenoweth, and uh, Anastasia <laughs> Steele was played by the punching robot from Real Steel. <laughs> <laughs> well, that oh, kind of God. takes away from our one change game later, but I do like well, it. Well, get it right off the bat. <laughs> and we have a very special guest today. She's one of the hosts of the video book club about romance novels, Vaginal Fantasy. As well as a former movie reviewer for the Portland Mercury on Twitter at Kyla, because she got there early apparently. Please mm-hmm. welcome Kyla Kaysby. 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 <laughs> Hi, Kyla Kaysby. Hi. Uh, so I just basically, I just want to say that my two favorite parts of the movie were um, What's a Butt Plug? Yeah. And um, uh, Anal Fisting? Absolutely not. Well, yeah. <laughs> we have so much to talk about about the anal fisting. Uh, <laughs> That's a that's a recurring moment for us. So you have not read this book, I assume, or did you? I read the first half, I think. I was going to look at my Kindle app and see okay. where it stopped. <laughs> when did you abandon? <laughs> that is a good place to bail. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we, we read the first two books, and we've not read the third one yet because no one has paid us $1,000, <laughs> which is our minimum bid for that book. But... Uh, uh, I don't. I'm, tr- I'm not sure if it made it easier or harder for me because I'd, I'd read it before. But Chris, just in case, summarize yeah. the plot for everybody today oh, sure. in the style of a highly arousing contract negotiation <laughs> with sushi. <laughs> yeah. Untouched. They don't eat the sushi. That, that would be was my the biggest worst part hate. of the movie for me. That, that bothered me, yeah. and yeah. I yeah. have been craving sushi ever since. <laughs> it, you know, the thing is, they looked like pretty big roll slices. I think they'd be really awkward to eat in the middle of a contract negotiation, yeah, which is like, why they're so touched. It wasn't just like the, little uh, mocking. Uh, actually, oh man, that's yeah. a great toy. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this is no, this is genius. All right, like in contract negotiation, you give your opponent awkward food to eat to lower their status. Yeah, I, yeah. I was thinking power move for sure. And then while their mouth is full, you're like, you have three seconds to object. <laughs> it's all peanut butter and no milk. Yes. <laughs> Aaron Burr. Aaron Burr. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right, so, um, whereas we, the audience, are watching what shall be known as the movie Fifty Shades of Grey, um, party of the first Anastasia Steele is grad is a graduating senior majoring in English at WSU Vancouver, which is outside Portland, Oregon. Great school. See Appendix Wazoo, A Vancouver. for map. <laughs> or, or in my version, Real Steel the Robot is, is punching his way through English lit. Real Steel the Robot is Romantic Dreamer. <laughs> yes. So uh, uh, Anastasia, Anna, as, as she's called, is covering for her sick roommate, Kate. Um, and Kate's a journalist uh, or on the school paper or whatever. And so Anna goes to Seattle to interview Party the Second, Christian Grey, the impossibly handsome 27-year-old billionaire. Do they size not- pixie Christian Chenoweth. <laughs> Yes. That's do, they, right. okay. do they not do phone interviews at WSU Vancouver? Or Skype? No. Or Skype? Um, yeah, that's no. a long drive for a four-minute interview. WSU is trying to cut costs, Alex, and they require uh, students to provide their own transportation to get to their own interviews. <laughs> I, that's like fifty dollars in gas for that one interview. Yep. Well, it, it was a. It was a. She had a. Oh wait, no, no. She borrowed uh, Kate's uh, Mercedes. Yeah, yeah, that's not. Yeah. I don't know what Kate did to get that. Yeah, Kate had a really nice apartment, too. That, ha- oh, yeah. that house. We're going to talk about that house. Okay. She had that valedictorian money. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. They give you a stipend for being great at school. Yeah. Uh, so Anna uh, goes to the interview, which is in the fancy corporate uh, sky tower. Um, she, she blows the interview, kind of. She's really awkward. She's really quiet. She doesn't really ask any questions except for the awkward ones. She trips over uh, nothing and crossing into the room. That was good. I didn't even try. Uh, but but her awkwardness 
and perhaps innocence question mark uh intrigues christian and he likes her and her messy uh, bangs and her yeah. messy bangs. That's oh, right. and, oh, we got to talk about this bang. Yeah. <laughs> den, den bangs. Den bangs. Den bangs. Oh. <laughs> he hit it. Uh, so he takes her out to coffee, and, and he likes her, and she likes him. But he doesn't do the whole dating thing. He is self-described as Fifty Shades of Fucked Up. And what he's into is what he calls BDSM. And so he needs Anna to sign a non-disclosure agreement because he's rich, but also a, a, a consent contract uh, for her to be uh, his submissive and he the dominant. And and she plays uh, hard to get where she's still making up her mind and he's trying to convince her to sign the contract. Sign the contract. He's like, well, maybe. Yeah, he, she's really getting all that milk for free without buying that cow. Yeah. Uh, so he has sex with her. She was formerly a virgin. Uh, and he, he sleeps in the same bed as her, which is two firsts for him. Normally he's not at all... Uh, uh, like that and and he tries to woo her he buys her a computer and a car and takes a ride for uh, a ride in charlie tango the helicopter <laughs> that was his nice. favorite helicopter <laughs> everybody's favorite helicopter and in a glider um and, yeah, and does other fancy things like buy her clothes and and everything and so um she's digging the lifestyle she likes the light bondage stuff and the sexy times but is curious before she signs a contract about how far the rabbit hole goes and so she finds out <laughs> she says do your worst and phrasing, he does phrasing christopher okay, okay. Never mind, sorry. Uh, she says, do your worst. And he goes, okay. And he beats her up with a belt, and she leaves him, and that's the movie. <laughs> uh, although, yeah, so she says, do your worst, and he does his worst, and she was like, that's the worst. I mean, it seems like maybe she could have seen that coming, too. Yeah. yeah. It <laughs> it's not like, I get off on this. It's a, it's sort of, I'm a damaged person, and this is what I do sort of deal. Yeah, which, which is, is why they were having a negotiation, and she was telling him what was okay beforehand. And then when she was like, now I'm going to pretend that I don't have agency, you could yeah. just show me what it would be like. But that's... Uh, that There was... It was a real unhealthy relationship, is really yep. my point. It, it was, but she leaves him at the end, and since we're not going to see anything further in this series, <laughs> happy endings, and is yeah. <laughs> and they never we'll meet pre- again. We pretend that is what happens. Even yeah. And she'll just, for the rest of her life, have the story of a bad first relationship. <laughs> yeah. But or she's better off because got, of it. Yeah, yeah, how I got my fancy car. <laughs> <laughs> how I lost an awesome computer. <laughs> mm. I do think she she seemed like she wanted to get rid of the car and get her bad car back because apparently she's also real bad at accepting gifts, which yeah. bugs me. And and I think also the the big problem I have with this movie is he wanted to like you know upgrade her life and didn't start with that flip phone. <laughs> yes. Yeah. In the in no, the book, he gave her an iPhone real quick, but he did not oh, okay. in this. Uh, so Why? she was still texting. Sec- she was sexting where it was like one 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 three 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 four four two two two. Oh, she was using T9, I bet. She was like... (laughs) We can only hope. (laughs) Yeah. God, it's like, that's how my mom would do it. Oh, no, I didn't mean to bring my mom into this. No, Ah, mom, mom, crazy. I I take it back, take that. She kept saying, like, that's too lavish of a gift. Like, when he bought her a computer, it was like, did you not notice that he's a billionaire? Like, this... Yeah, it's these not are, a lavish. These are nothing. These are these are candy toys for him. This is yeah, percent wise. It's actually a shitty gift, right? Yeah, you should he, get this like, is what he gives you because he hates you. This is a bad <laughs> Christmas present. <laughs> so let's do though. It sounds like we're getting a little aggressive early on. Let's switch to our, our compliment sandwich. We like to start and end every show with a compliment. Makes us sound like fair, legitimate criticism. Kyla, you have the right to go first or last in the opening compliment. Which do you prefer? Uh, I'll go first. Go for sure. it. You already kind of gave a compliment during the summary. So <laughs> I did. you spent it. But what else do you have? That's okay. I have more. I, <laughs> um, one, I loved her bangs. You loved them. I could them. not stop looking at her bangs. They were perfect. So they were always perfect. It was so her hair was mesmerizing to me. Interesting. Um, it was like this kind of feathered. <laughs> Long bang that yeah, sometimes got in the way, but sometimes didn't. Yeah. Sometimes to one side, sometimes just in the front. She was and like, she had big hair, but not too big a hair. No, right? it was <laughs> it, thought... it was perfect for like if she's in the Pacific Northwest, it gets a little fuzzy, you know. She did. She looked very <laughs> Portland. I did like. I thought they like the costume people made her look good in Portland. I thought yeah. that was pretty slick. Yeah, how going yeah. out was like a t-shirt and jeans and a scarf. Mm. Yeah, and, yeah. The, and I thought the messy bangs were good to be like, were like a good look of like not trying that hard and still looking gorgeous. That was a good, like mm-hmm. meticulous. God, you got to have a good stylist to get that done. Yeah, right. that's true. Yeah, it's that's hard, great. It's hard, to get, it's hard to get bangs right. That's yeah. a great, that's a great start. As why don't you go second? Uh, major compliment. 
I think this actually kind of uh, relieved some pressure for me, I think, because there was a... I don't like the sound of that. Well, no, no. (laughs) Phrasing. Uh, No, I I think because I I always felt bad that I couldn't make, uh, like, sort of, like, stepping out of your pants look sexy. And it turns out that Christian Grey can't really do it either. So... uh, (laughs) One leg at a time. Same thing, uh, trying to bite someone's piece of toast. Can't really make that look sexy. No, either. that did not work for me. Oh, I did. Oh, I disagree. Oh, you, with you. don't get my really? breakfast, Christian. Oh, I disagree. That did it for me. Really? Really? Oh, yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about that toast. All right? She only had one piece. How dare you? Get your own toast. One, You're a billionaire. Okay. She only had that one piece. But also, we don't know when they ordered room service, right? He went for a run. He came back. She just oh, yeah. woke up. That was stale, stale toast, man. Cold toast. Yeah. You're a billionaire. Give me warm toast. Then he was doing her a favor. But also, he was like, but also he was like her painter. And then he was yeah. like, oh. yeah. Huh. No, that part was animalistic. But the fact that she had less toast when really her body yeah, that was mostly that. what I was concerned yeah. with is the amount she of toast that she way got. more than he did. She was she was very slender. She could have eaten some more toast. And she just took two three pound <laughs> ibuprofens on an empty stomach. Like she needed some toast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why were those ibuprofen so big? They were like they were Matrix huge. huge blue pills, and then they had a bottle next to it that said ibuprofen, so we didn't get confused as to why she was drink, taking horse Wait, pills. Right. Which was the blue pill and which was the red pill in the Matrix? Uh, the uh. blue pill uh, was the one that sent you back to the fake world, right? Uh, yeah. I, I, think, red... I think the red, yeah, the red pill was in the Matrix, and the blue pill was you fuck a billionaire. <laughs> and so she took the right pill for that. The blue, Keanu, the blue you pill was a roofie, and the red pill was the <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go uh, third. My major compliment is uh, for two people in the theater that I saw Ooh. this in uh, for their for not knowing what this movie was about. I think. Oh, no. <laughs> I had those two. I did. So there were these two guys. Here's why I think they didn't know is because they kept doing this pervy laughter in the first half of the movie when he would before oh, the sex started. No. So when he was like, I, I I enjoy various physical pursuits. These two guys were like, <laughs> <laughs> like they were so stoked that that innuendo. I was like, do you not know what's going to happen in ten minutes? The innuendo is out the door. This is all. That was kind of like it's like in the Titanic where it's like this ship's unsinkable. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, I get it. <laughs> Chekhov's iceberg. Like they were so like uh, they were so pervy laughter at the early half, and then as soon as the sex started, it got very quiet. And so uh, <laughs> I can only assume they were two genuinely surprised dudes at that party. <laughs> now, can we just have a sidebar? Because uh, I saw this on Valentine's Day um, in Brooklyn, uh, a little bit of an early show, and for me, the theater was. I'd say three quarters full of people watching it ironically and laughing their asses off. Yeah, (laughs) although I I had two older ladies who sat right behind me and who were whispering to each other. um, They didn't understand why anyone was laughing, and they also um, one was explaining to the other during some of the bondage stuff. Like they're like, "Why? What is going on?" Well, there are some people that are very sick. And get off on doing, oh. and, and like basically we're explaining BDSM to each other, but like through but that terrible window, it. yeah, shaming it by yeah. shaming it. Yeah, they I were. I mean, that's sort of the movie's fault too. That it's like yeah. you can only be in yeah. this if you were sexually abused. It's which is not. Yeah, which the, is yeah. community does not enjoy that wrong. suggestion. Yeah. Right, right, right. I mean, um, and we probably shouldn't make fun of them to if they went to a movie specifically to hate it because that's what we did. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. We went ironically, I guess. Yeah. Now, Kyle, did you watch this on Valentine's Day, or did you? Uh, did you I watched it the really? day before Valentine's Day, oh, so on Galentine's Day. Yes, hey, hey. and <laughs> Parks and Rec. Um, so I, uh, but I, it, I made sure I put a my jacket on the seat next to me and my bag on the other seat, to the, yes. so no one would sit next to me. So everyone would think you're waiting for two boyfriends that never show up? <laughs> yes, right? And then they feel bad for me. Um, and I'm like, poor girl, and then maybe they buy me wine. But yeah. that didn't happen. Nice. I just had a, I had a $5 coat, which is totally reasonable. I... Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, I do want to say that I was pretty... Um, I, I was very offended by my audience because they... During the Mad Max preview, 
they were laughing so hard and I was like, what are you laughing about? This is the most awesome thing that could no, ever happen. Awesome. It looks so real good. I was surprised. I didn't get one of those. I didn't I got Mad Max. I oh. got Magic Mike XXL. Oh. I didn't even get that. I got like some I got the, the second best exotic marigold hotel. Oh god. Oh man. Yeah, you guys should come yeah. to Portland because the Mad Max trailer looks looked pretty sweet. Yeah, not, it really did. It's not, not normally my genre, but I Oof, that would look yeah. fun. Yeah. A lot so of people was, a lot angry. of people jumping from one ma- bad car to another bad car while they're driving yeah. through the desert. Yeah. <laughs> Why are all the cars swinging. so bad? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's weird for people to have gone there not knowing what to expect. I don't know how you missed that. Yeah. I like, don't. The, it's not like the trailer is like, <laughs> what a fun rom- rom-com. Like, you knew. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, well, I, I, had I don't to, get it. I have to say that when I was uh, in line for my tickets, there was this strange woman who, you know, when you stand in a line, you stand behind each other. Well, she sure. stood next to me, oh, and she non- and I kept trying to sort of like edge her out, you know, and like get in front of her, and she kept standing, just kept moving up next to me, and finally she's like. What is this line for? But she had an accent, but I don't want to do it because it'll come out. I'll sound sure. Yeah, yeah. Prejudice bad. It'll be bad. So just picture. Um, what uh, is this line for? Yes. What What is line? Um, so she said. So I said, uh, and I didn't want to say what I was saying. So I said, oh, it's just to buy tickets. And she's like, oh, I remember when matinee, no one would come to matinee and, and be alone. And um. So then all I could do was pray that she wasn't going to see Fifty Shades of Grey <laughs> so and that she didn't try to sit next to me. <laughs> That's why you had that bag there. You're like, Sorry, lady. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The seat's taken like... from one of my two boyfriends. <laughs> what is butt plug? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't really answer the question adequately in the movie. You had to do your own research. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Google, it. Google it. Uh, well, Chris? Chris, that leaves you. No, we're not banging it, Ezra. Stop it. <laughs> Ezra, stop making tiny amounts of money. Two cents. It's not worth it. Uh, Chris, that yeah. leaves you. What is your major compliment? There were so many failings in this movie, but mm-hmm. the music supervision in this movie was fantastic. Yes. This was a killer soundtrack. It was real good. And if Beyonce can save a sex scene in this movie she can do anything i think that's the first of her miracles oh, in her i wouldn't say she saved it but she did the best she could she i mean between partition and the crazy in love remix that and the weekend and the sia song I, there were a ton of great songs the other songs I, that sounded like beyonce yeah, yeah one, well one the one ellie the, golding one sounded yeah and, oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and one of the games i was playing during this movie uh was replace the soundtrack in your mind uh-huh. and so <laughs> It was like Rebecca's Black, Rebecca Black's uh, Friday. Uh, <laughs> she, she like when uh, when the driver shows up to pick her up, she's like chilling in the front seat. <laughs> <laughs> and then she gets to his house, and he's like, "But but bam 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 bam." You saw a wackadoodle movie, as yes. <laughs> wow. that Danny Elfman. He's unpredictable. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> one Danny song score and replace it with another. <laughs> Well, so let's get into our anchor segment then. Let's say some things we didn't necessarily like. Let's uh, let's have some fi- let's have fifty hates of gray Ooh, hey. over here, right over here. Let's start. The- Go ahead, Ez. We'll start with you. This had a bullshit sandwich. <laughs> oh, tell me yeah. about the sandwich you didn't enjoy. Okay, so after after Anna comes back from oh the from egg a- salad. So that was I believe it was chicken salad. Oh, that makes more but sense. But a pretty dry chicken salad mm-hmm. on white bread that like- has nothing else, right? She just has like well, she has tomatoes nearby. She has lettuce like nearby. Well, sure. <laughs> her friend stole the sandwich in mid construction, perhaps. No, no, no. She was about to eat it, man. It was, it was like, but it, both of them were chumps for eating it. You know, both, both for the fact that uh, Anna wanted to eat this poor sandwich. Uh, that's that's where I thought she was really. I mean, at least the chicken well, salad brings its own mayo. I. It looked really dry. It looked really dry, man. It was a dry mix. It, like now, it wasn't. It wasn't a well sealed container. No, it wasn't. It was like a, it was like a, um, like a broccoli bag uh, of chicken salad. It was a strange. Now, as I know that bad sandwiches offend you, Uh but do you think that perhaps this was set up to show the simple and uh, vaguely bohemian student lifestyle that she has? Wait, hold on. If that was the case, Chris, then why the rest of that house? Yeah, it was so good, right? Yeah, I, I think it was set up to show that she is actually a, a submissive. 
Oh, she's willing just, to have uh, bad sandwiches. She sandwich. has yeah, submissive Oh, you're right. Because Kyla, if she had fought, if she if, if she'd been like, hey, I'll fight you for that sandwich, then she'd be a dominant. Mm-hmm. Instead, she just lets it happen. That's actually Same a really interesting toast. point. Because she every other thing toast. that she says <laughs> and does suggests that she's not a submissive. Right. <laughs> that like, like the numerous times where she's like, I'm not into this. I wish we didn't do this. Mm-hmm. All of those things say not submissive. But so, right. so, Alex, it's like your body, your words, most everything about you say no. Your mind, your sandwich your contract pillars. negotiation. <laughs> the, way, the way you drive a car, it all says no. But the way you eat that sandwich says yes. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I think there's a reading of this movie where she's just a really messed up person. Like that. Like we haven't really. We've kind of like brushed this on the table, but she's really like, like not like a a, a well person. I guess is what I'm trying to she's say. She's not. Like, well, really? I'm just with the sand. Like I think that there's a reading in there. Wait, like, this is still based on the sandwich. This is based <laughs> on the sandwich, sandwich thing, right? but also sandwich the phone. Theory. Okay. Okay. Like, that phone thing is really weird, though. Like, that's a really weird phone to have in, like... It is a weird phone to have. I agree with like, that. Like, he has, he has an iPhone 5S or whatever. And, and like, yeah. um, this, this is current. This is modern day. Uh, and and has, like, her computer is da- Her computer is uh, is down. That's that's a weird... That's a weird way to say well, your computer. she's not a student. It's not in the shop. It's a yeah. computer. Yeah, she's, like, it's still phone. down. Yeah. She got the free phone that you could get when you start four years ago, and she never paid for a data plan, and that's where she's at. A Chromebook is like $150. Get a new computer. Yeah. Sure. It can't stay in the shop. That's not a reasonable answer. Well, she's a, she's a college student, and it was finals or something. I mean, how, what was she doing? Yeah, and she's in a computer. She's in a, a commuter school. It's not like she was staying in the computer lab writing this pa- these papers. How did she... And that house is gorgeous. What is going on? Yeah, I just I think there's a lot more to her than we realize. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, you could sell a credenza for for a computer. I think. <laughs> yeah, she... I like this pawn shop that you have, Christopher. <laughs> it's a really nice must go, but it's equal to another thing that we must take. <laughs> Now, speaking of the bartering system, <laughs> I'm the commuter school. I do have another hate, uh, which yeah. is just that. So Christian Gray is giving the commencement address at uh, WSU Vancouver. Yeah, well, Wazoo Vancouver, for some reason. Yeah, they don't like it when you say Wazoo. By the way, oh, they don't uh, like that. I thought they do. I think no, they do. no, they they've started yeah. saying WSU. Again. Really? Because all the people I know who've gone there have said Wazoo. All right, go well, for it. They don't like anyway. those people. No, now I'm, I'm saying Wazoo all forever. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> he gives a dominant. That's why <laughs> when Christian gives his speech, which is uh, you know not really a speech, uh, but he's wearing a, a business suit like he is the rest of the time. He just looks like a Brooks Brothers model. When when you're giving a commencement address. The whole point is so you can play Hogwarts cosplay. It's true. Like, that's yeah. the whole point. Robes. You wear the robe. You wear maybe a funny hat if you're feeling goofy or something. And then you well, give your speech and you get to look like you're a wizard. And that's the point. And he doesn't have any fun with it and it ruined the entire scene for him. I mean, besides the fact that wanting to be a wizard is pretty bad behavior, in my opinion. Uh, also, what? I can't, I can't handle that. But also, the point is for him oh, to wear man. the thing he tied her up with in public. And it's not like he tied her up with a mortar board and tassels earlier. That would <laughs> that have been we real saw. weird. Yeah. <laughs> would have been a little on the nose. He should have used rope. that. Yeah, he could have used it, the little tassels. Too. Or, his, yeah, or he could have like one of the, like the, yeah. the, the, yeah. the straight-A sash and just <laughs> right around the wrists. Yeah. Or like the, the B plus stash is like <laughs> still pretty good. <laughs> or if we go back to Harry Potter, it'd be like a Hufflepuff scarf. And just yeah. I think but. you don't think highly enough of yourself, Kyle. You, you're better than Hufflepuff. You don't. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. If you couldn't cheat the, the quizzes to make her not a Hufflepuff, that's pretty classic Hufflepuff I mean, behavior. It is. <laughs> it is. It is. I couldn't. I couldn't. I had to be honest. <laughs> well, so let's talk about the sex for a second because uh, it's a big part of the movie, uh, yeah. and it made me super uncomfortable uh, for most of it. W- was it better or worse than you were expecting? Better. It In was what more porny than I thought it would be. Oh, say more about that. Like more nudity. I mean, not enough balls, but like more of her. <laughs> Never enough balls. More nudity. More, I guess, uh, more of the lingering shot. Like more minutes of, you know, naked people doing it. 
uh, was in this movie than there I were expected. definitely a lot of times when I was like feeling bad for the actors for how much they had like had to be rubbing up against each other. Yeah, and they hate each other in real life. I heard. Well, according, I heard yeah. that too. According yeah. to a Jezebel article, based on nothing, they hate each other. I trust no. them. <laughs> I, I got so excited when, when, when I heard that, and I, so I looked up the original article about it, and it's like, it's like here are seven pictures of them sitting far away from each other at coffee shops. Like, it's classic <laughs> garbage blog uh, well, nonsense, I but a picture I love the idea other. that they hate each other. Yeah. I, do, I don't see how anyone could hate Jamie Dornan. I mean, I, I watched The Fall, and I still love him, and he was a serial killer. Yeah, looks ten dance too. I think. Yeah, it's not <laughs> exactly. Good looking dude cannot act. I mean, they. Nice I mean, the, reference. The two of them have no chemistry. Uh, yeah, I I was a little bummed that I I don't know maybe I was just expecting something different, but I I wanted I basically wanted Mad Max is what I was hoping. For. And, uh, <laughs> not what I you were hoping all their sex involved much more dust storms. No, <laughs> always yes, obviously. Um, more mechanical devices. Yeah. Beyond Thunderdome. <laughs> he jumps off no. her and the bed explodes. It's a <laughs> crazy but, world. Yeah, like was did did you think the sex was portrayed well in this book? I mean, in this movie. No, I mean the book was so bad. I actually there were a couple of things uh, that I will say I, I found a little hotter than I was expecting. Yeah. Well, I mean, I couldn't help but think of uh, Beyonce's Rocket video, because Beyonce was singing during mm-hmm. one of them, and, mm-hmm. and her Rocket video is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it, w- it was hotter than I thought it would be. There were a couple, I mean, a couple of moments, or a lot of it that wasn't, like, I... I mean, uh, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty vanilla, pretty like normcore sex wise, and I uh, like the beginning part. There were parts that started kind of fun, and then he was like, yeah. they just took this huge jump from like, uh, your hands are behind your head to like, and now these giant leather cuffs and this rack and the quick release mechanisms, and it just got into a lot of like, it got into a lot of equipment. I don't know. I feel like... <laughs> too, too much gear, man. Too much, it was a lot of, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like, you know, all the props and costumes and hit... It's kind of like Ren Fair. I'm just not yeah. into it. Well, yeah. what I like about the wide leather costume <laughs> is they distribute the pressure across your wrist as opposed to a rope. And so even though it looks like a lot of gear, it's probably a lot yeah. more comfortable than... Yeah. A, well, a right. But rope. if she's not being supported by her wrists, that matters less. Yeah. I, yeah fair. <laughs> I could imagine where there's like a, a bunch of scenes that maybe like end up on camera floor where just like he's just like oh these are really these are great leather cuffs like really like I like some sharper image and she's like okay cool yeah it's, it's all right and like, no really just great features there's an app for it or uh, yeah or, he, or maybe he's like one of those guys where he's like uh, he decides he's into something and so he just bought all the gear but he never doesn't really use it. He was just like, oh, sure. oh, I'm going to be into this. I'll just buy a whole room of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that kid who has all the Dungeons and Dragons source books, but doesn't have any friends to play it with. I was thinking about like oh. an adult with skiing stuff, but that's cute, too. That's actually <laughs> the thought that I had, though, when we entered the Red Room of Pain. I was like, this guy is clearly a hoarder, right? Like, it's like, like the 12-inch like, 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 whipping thing and also the 13-inch. Like, is there really that much different in pain that you're going to get from there? It's yeah. pretty much the it's same like, thing. Even there's like a horsehair one and a flogging yeah. one. Yeah. And a, yeah. These probably feel the same to you. Crop and a, yeah. Uh, it's, it, here's in brown it, leather and like a tan leather just to match the shoes I'm wearing that day. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I, I appreciate that. I, I think It's that. a little You'd nice. think that Anna, Anna, as the reporter, would have to hit the hard-hitting questions about, like, you know, Kristen, do you ever feel paralyzed by choice? You have too many riding crops. <laughs> like, at a certain she's, point. That's probably... She's not a journalist. She's, she's not a journalist. Right. Yeah, only she's when a, Kate's yeah. sick. That so, probably yeah. is what happens, though, right? It's probably like, like Netflix, right? Where it's just like, hey, let's whip something. Uh, okay, well, let's go through a couple things. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> not no, and then you, you wind up not watching anything because you don't yeah. like, You're just, just, you just like, uh, let's just uh, use it. What, I don't know. It's just, like, it it's just like the way when he was getting dressed <laughs> where he pulls out the drawer of like 40 identical ties and like acts really conflicted I, over which I imagine time. there are 50 of them, Alex. Oh, I imagine yeah, <laughs> yes. Good point. And they were all graves. The gray, <laughs> and then and 50 like, identical suit jackets. Like, yeah. the guy is he's definitely a hoarder. That's a very good point. Yeah. yeah. Well, just happens uh, did be- you guys ever see uh, Nine and a Half Weeks? No. Because it's very Nine similar. It's His, his closet is, is very similar. Okay. The sex stuff yeah. or just the clothes? No, the clothes. Oh, okay. The, yeah, and she actually goes in to his closet and Kim, Kim Bassmaster goes in there and um, that's her name. And she <laughs> goes in there and she she tries on, you know, some of the stuff. But it's, just, it's, it's like exactly the same. 
I um, I wonder about him because he's supposed to be like the whole premise is he's the best businessman ever because he's so good at reading and motivating people, and yet he seems to never have any concept of what she's feeling at any point yeah, and right. has or, no ability to negotiate. enticing her for any of this. Yep. Like, if, <laughs> seriously, if he had just read, like, um, like how to, like, influence, like, yeah, yeah, know, make friends, friends influence, influence people, people. <laughs> yeah, he would have been way more successful at this. He'd be like, so much you know, better. I, yeah. like, I know you don't care about whips, all right? And that's fine. But here's the thing where I think you would get into. You know? yeah. Sex Instead, pretty good. Ez, he's been just really lucky because everyone he's done business with has really liked dim rooms and large sushi rolls. <laughs> and that was it. And so he... he, he and also in pro- conference tables that have recently been sexed upon. So they're all yeah. like weird, gross... Oh, yeah, yeah. If he offered yeah. that to her, he offered that to every single person he negotiated with. Yeah, and, uh, and then someone's going to come in with Windex on that table. I mean, this is going to yeah. be like sex marks one of his innumerable blonde fembots oh that's true <laughs> were there different ones yeah there were like yeah. three different he's ones. a hoarder I, I wanted, three. I he's a hoarder he's always gonna pick between yeah. his identical fembots i thought it was the same girl no i really wanted her to do a double check when she goes in she's like wait what yeah rubber eyes he's also I like wonder... a, he's a perfect businessman and his contract for the sex made no sense like she vetoed anal fisting, as we suggested, which is totally fair. Um, but they zoom in on the contract, and that was like number one fellatio, number two anal fisting. Yeah, what's his organizational that's quite system? A, here? Exactly, quite like, a jump. Yeah, that's a huge jump. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta work up to things. <laughs> I, that's not alphabetical. <laughs> I do like the idea that you have a um, a sex lawyer though for all your sex contracts. <laughs> In addition for like the sex Windex guy, the sex concierge. <laughs> he employs a lot of unnecessary sex people. It seems like I'm, I'm going to make her an offer that we very easy refuse. <laughs> sex sommelier. Yeah, yeah. yeah, which wine do I want to spit into her mouth? Yeah. <laughs> that part God. when he, when he was gross. at her apartment, he shows up like an intruder in her apartment. Yeah, frequently. Wine. And then he ties her up, blindfolds her, and while she's waiting to have sex, he just takes his time and chugs like half a glass of wine. Oh, he doesn't I even say, give though, her any. He doesn't give. <laughs> well, he does. He's, but... yeah, yeah, he. I mean, he gives it to her. <laughs> yeah. There's not. There's not a lot of sharing and enjoyment and like mutual no. reciprocity here. I. No. Well, so let me ask you, Kylie, because you were you were uh, you were turned on by this uh, wooden Irishman. Um, uh, what, Very much so. <laughs> like as, for people who are super into this, I just I, I guess I'm surprised that people who are into the porny aspect of it have such an easy time getting past how insanely unhealthy this relationship is. Like, yeah. is that something that's easy? Like, especially in, like with all the romance novels you've read. Like, is that common where it's like this is super uh, unattractive and abusive and terrible, but like pretty hot? It actually, it actually is. It's something that we talk about a lot on vaginal <sighs> fantasy because yeah. a lot of romance novels are that whole um, "you're mine." If they yeah. say "you're mine" all the time, mine, yeah. you're yeah. mine, and um, and then for some a reason, lot of, the men in uh, romance novels are like five year olds. <laughs> Yeah, or, or, or the, the seagulls. Yeah, or yeah. seagulls in Pixar movies. The Finding Nemo seagulls. Yeah, exactly. So we talk about that a lot. So we, we've gotten used to that because between reading a lot of these um, um, paranormal romance novels, which are like really horny. I mean, so much more horny than this stuff sure. ever is. And then reading um, Jacqueline Carey's Kushal series, which are all BDSM, um, but set in a fantasy world, and they're totally consensual like she's this she gets off on oh, pain and everything yeah. and it's her thing what a and, fun um, different idea <laughs> yeah <laughs> right <laughs> yeah um but the other ones the other books the ones by like cressley cole and gina showalter um they they there's a lot of coercion that happens mm. and a lot of of um uh they want to mark their women, um, you know, like they're werewolves mm. or whatever. They want to mark their women. And so we well, if they're werewolves, that that's, a, that's understandable. They're wolves. Yeah, that's yeah they're wolves. They just want to pee on her leg and then, so that no one will know. They, everyone will know that it's... They messages, I think. Yeah. Um, but it is It is like that. And uh, so we talk about that a lot and and how messed up that can be. Um, is but, that, but does I that guess take I'm... you out of the moment of the porniness? Because like... I no. mean, maybe this is probably too much about me, but if I was like, if I'm watching porn and it starts out where it's like, I'm the teacher and you're my student, I'm like, that's power imbalance. That's not fair. We can't do this anymore. <laughs> right. Like, I don't right. like I, unhealthy relationships as the bookends to my, like, sex scenes. That's real gross. Yeah. I've thought it, of this as like a, 
we should have well no i was thinking like we should have like like basically like organic free range fair trade porn basically well, where it's like <laughs> it checks all the boxes of you get to feel totally good about whatever's happening there there um, are those for sure they do exist yeah um, um it, it it should i went into it worrying that it was going to um upset me because it, I, everything i'd read said that it was you know this incredibly Emotionally abusive, so it is, which is basically, it's abuse, yeah, domestic yeah. abuse, right? Uh-huh. So, yep, yep. Um, a, a relationship. And so I was really worried that I was going to, like, get very upset and, um, and have to leave. And I, I actually, enjoyed it i i and i <gasps> i know yes this is this is here it what? is here it comes and i and i've been thinking about it and i'm like is that because of something that happened in the past was i groomed to to think that this is a normal relationship i didn't think it was a normal relationship i knew there were problems with it i knew you know he was he was um, emotionally manipulating her but i knew that it was also because he was fighting his own feelings um, but that, but she stood up to him. She kept standing up to him, and I think and that he that, never ever heard her. No, he didn't. He did not respect her boundaries, and that was a <laughs> which problem. is the whole premise <laughs> of the contract is to like the whole point of it is like it's to test our boundaries, and then she repeatedly is like boundary, boundary, boundary. And he's like, I just don't. I'm not hearing what he said. I just don't get it. Yeah, but she also never signed the contract, and she also yeah. said just kept saying yes. Yeah, she never said yellow. Even no, not even red. She yeah. she uh, she she kept saying yes. Okay, but, okay. But at the same time, she was she was doing this because she thought it was the only way to keep him, and yeah. so that is the mess. That's up and yeah. she never said yellow because that's not a thing that p- other people mm. normally do. That's a thing right. in his world. <laughs> she says no, which is pretty much the the other way. That's a, a standard. Uh, pretty agreed but, upon yeah that's human, human for red yeah exactly <laughs> that's a, it's human in, um, for red exactly actually in, yeah. in the um in the director the director one uh the change at the very end instead of her saying like like no stop uh he wanted her to say red instead um so that like kind of like she would like know that this is like kind of all part of it and el james is like nah man no. <laughs> <laughs> red to that <laughs> Uh, wow, I am yeah. I'm I, I'm so taken aback that you liked it. So we're we'll, I, know. I mean, I, know, I, like, I also as a movie have... reviewer, like <laughs> he can't act at all. The plot doesn't make any sense. He's <laughs> actually a good actor. It's just I think he's not good at accents. Okay, uh, maybe that's an the Irishman. <laughs> they have no. They have the chemistry of an orange and a napkin, as we like I to say. I think so. I thought they had really great chemistry maybe it was just me i think maybe i was projecting i think you had good chemistry with him and that's why you're forgiving all of this i do i do i'm like oh look he's looking at me in the plane (laughs) (laughs) he's so excited that i'm happy i could be a glider passenger (laughs) (laughs) i felt i felt weird about that scene because they're cheating on charlie tango (laughs) (laughs) i felt weird about it because she was like so taken up by the romance and it was like well it's not like it was super thoughtful it's just that the rest of us can't afford gliders right I mean, that's, I think you get a Groupon. I think you could afford it, dude. I, there's no way. I'm sure a even Groupon? a Groupon. Well, first of all, you have to like the pilot hours to be able to fly one. Uh, you for, have to, are very glider. expensive. I'm just, yeah. You don't just they don't just give you a glider and be like, you fly this. I think anyone gets a glider. No. I think <laughs> I think everyone is given a glider when you're just uh, just when you're uh, that, when, in the Pacific Northwest. I don't. Yeah. I it's like yeah, you, have to, no, that's you have to. You have to work Georgia. at Starbucks. It's, and yeah. you have to. Oh, I think, yeah, that wasn't Georgia, but <laughs> I also did not get my glider. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna write my congressman. It's that humid air; it just lofts everything up. <laughs> you can't help but loft it. I just, yeah. I, I couldn't, I couldn't help but be a hopeless, like, be a great romantic character if I had a billion dollars. There's so many things that I could do if I like. It doesn't require a lot of thought when it's free. <laughs> Yeah, let's blow off work and go to Paris today. Yeah, exactly. I have a billion dollars. <laughs> and yet, he's still like, sorry, guys, I have to business these businesses. I can't do it right now. Sneaks, haters. And I made myself so easy to love. Yeah. Yeah. How much they hated we now return to Crisis in Meatburg, brought to you by our fabulous meat buddies. Go to read-weep.com slash meat buddies to help defend our city against those who would destroy it. 
Uh, Meatbot, I've been looking over these population figures, and I think I found a problem. What is it, Adam Kennedy, Meatberg's official population accountant? Well, I've been scanning our population data, and I've noticed something troubling. Last week you said you need a driver, but no new Meat Buddy with that talent showed up. Oh, no. In fact, uh, no new Meat Buddy of any kind has arrived in the last seven days. A full-bone population crisis. What can we do? I don't know. I count Meat Buddies, but I have no idea how or why they come here. Oh, that is simple. They... You just have to... Actually, I do not know how Meat Buddies come into the world either. Uh, is it a stork? I do not think so. Well, I've heard tale of a big pipe out in a field dropping people into Meatburg. Why, an old prospector. Where did you come from? I was in a fern. What? Why? Looking for gold. Did you find any gold, prospector? Of course not. It's a fern. Never mind that. Do you want to see where new Meat Buddies come from, or don't you? Affirmative. Well, so grab your X's and your pickaxes, because we're going to go looking for a big pipe. What was that? I always play my chimes before I leave on an important adventure. Huh. Twenty minutes later, in a field outside Meatburg. What is this place? This is old Pancetta Place. It's fallen into disrepair since Porky passed on. This is where the meat buddies come from? They grow in the ground? No siree, they come from up there. Ack, it's a giant pipe. You were not lying, sir. Yep, they just fall out of that pipe, walk into town, and get assigned a job saving the city from the evil Viscount Veggie and his henchman, Ben Babcock. Err, Ben Babcock. This makes perfect sense. Does it? What? Hey, guys, does anyone know how to check what's wrong with a giant magical pipe that transports people to Meatburg? If only we had a magical plumber. Hello? Are you our new plumber, new meat buddy, Jenna Swope? What? Uh, no. I tried to donate money to Radiolab, but I think I clicked the wrong button somewhere. Oh, darn. Can you, like, tell me how to get back? Oh, just hop back in the pipe, press the green button, and you'll be home in no time. Thank you. Oh, my God, this place is so weird. It smells like meat. Yes, it does. Uh, bye. And there she goes. I I thought we had another meat buddy, but I was wrong. Welcome to Sad Town, population me. Ben and the Viscount will destroy all of Meatburg. We are doomed. Don't be so down, you guys. The prospector's motto is, there's always another hole. That is a terrible motto. Will enough Meat Buddies join the team to save the town from Ben and Viscount Veggie? Or will Meatburg crumble under the weight of their vegetarian evil? Only you can decide by going to read-weep.com slash meatbuddies. Your small donation helps keep this Uber in the canal. Our other motto is, every shaft has a tip. Oh god, that's worse. Um, if you want to strike it rich, you have to poke a few crevices? Please stop. Sex and gold mining have a lot of similarities. You know, I kind of like that one. Me buddies, 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 me buddies. Uh, really quick, you guys, I want to talk uh, a couple. We did a, a Seattle segment last week when we watched 10 Things I Hate About You. Today, yeah. because this was set in the Pacific Northwest, I wanted to include Portland and do a whole Pacific Northwest segment. So, uh, I th- uh, you're like Canadians who want to say, in all of North America. <laughs> You're just like, me too. That's, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, in that I'm fine. That's fine, and there's nothing wrong with that. Hold on a second. No, it's true. All right, so uh, we, you know, we've all spent some time in the Pacific Northwest, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, as mm-hmm. you went to college here, yeah. I guess. Uh, yeah. So you're even wearing your college shirt. Okay, great. So all of us know a little bit about this. So I, I guess I wanted to start with that house. Like, as a Portlander, pretty jealous. I, I thought it was an apartment, but then they showed her address. Uh, on one of the forms for which is stupid to do anyway, but they showed an address in the contract, and uh, which was like seventy seven sixty eight Lombard Street, uh, which is in Northeast, and is actually the address for a Volvo repair shop, uh, which would be an expensive place to live. But explained why it was so spacious. Wow, what if she lives above the repair shop? It oh, was one story. Well, it also explains why her her computer is in the shop because like it's necessarily <laughs> always that? going to be in the shop. Yes. Yes. We're all in the shop. Yeah. Literally in the shop. I'm in the shop. <laughs> no, her apartment was very spacious, and uh, she her rent must have been very low. For some for someone working part time in a hardware store and attending Wazoo Vancouver, I just it's surprising that she has that much money to throw around on that. Ha- yeah, like that would be an expensive place. Oh, she has her little VW bug. She does, but also, why live thirty minutes away from a school like that? It's not. Yeah. You could live There's in so Vancouver for cheaper, but then you'd have to live in Vancouver. Right, or you could yeah. go to sc- better schools that are uh, uh, closer to you in Portland. Yeah, what if, she, 
there's no reason she couldn't have gone to like Lewis and Clark or, or PSU Robert or PSU. I went to PSU. There's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> no, there's nothing wrong with it. I have a theory. My theory is that she's very dumb and that she could not get into a, a better school. That's part of the sandwich theory. Not even PSU. <laughs> I don't think it's that hard. It's like a pencil, <laughs> which she has. She chewed on it though, so it's not good anymore. Oh. Yeah, she she didn't use it. For writing, yeah. classic <laughs> Hufflepuff. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a little concerned about. I, I went back and forth on whether or not I thought because like there are several scenes where she has no personality, and there are other times where it's like, oh, I think I like her if she would just get out of the under the dour umbrella of this billionaire from Seattle. I'm yeah, what if she drank say... more? Because she was pretty fun when she was drunk. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was so yeah, she he was, was so funny. angry and, and fatherly when she just seemed very reasonable and funny. That, I was laughing. Nobody else was laughing, and I thought it was hilarious. She's like, listen, Mr. Fancy Pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gesturing at nothing in the line for the bathroom. Right? And, and then talking said, to the girl next to her. She actually said some very reasonable things, like, mm-hmm. you're giving me mixed signals. Mm-hmm. It was it was her best yeah. moment, maybe. No, I, yeah. I, think, I think, here's the thing, like, before the sexy time happened, I think she was, like, a pretty okay character. Like, I think she was, like, think sex she ruined was better. Her? Uh, well, well, maybe... as it does all women. <laughs> <laughs> she, she lost her innocence. She, yeah, she was perfect before she was defiled. <sighs> now she's a whore. She's no better than trash. Uh, <laughs> I, actually, one of the things I really disliked <laughs> about the way Ezra. the way he related to her was that she did seem like she had like she had a lot of personality, and he kept doing things to try to remove that. Like, yeah. uh, like his whole thing with the sex room, which was like, I'm going to tell you to meet me in the sex room, and you have to be there, like head down naked kneeling in the corner like part of the fun in my experience of having a relationship with another person is that they can talk and interact with you and like Yay. have thoughts any possibility of them surprising and delighting you <laughs> yeah exactly uh, <laughs> but that's not that that's not what bdsm is and then so as as a submissive that she should be in that submissive position well, but I, I actually thought it looked really beautiful when she was yeah, sitting it was a like beautiful that room and <laughs> you know, i'm not i'm not i would like to say that i am not in that community but i have read a lot about it i'm, I'm a hufflepuff so. i'm a hufflepuff <laughs> <laughs> everyone's cool <laughs> um but i i actually thought she looked beautiful like that um she, she did yeah she did but she you know she looked beautiful other times like she was a beautiful person and also uh she was funny and she, he kept trying to like like he would yeah. he would he would uh he would spank her for rolling her eyes at him when he totally deserved eye rolling like it felt uh, like yeah it felt I like roll. I would have gotten spanked so many times during this movie, guys. I can't. I can't actually roll my eyes very well, so I wouldn't get spanked. But I really? would say something real shitty at him. Oh, do you have <laughs> eye paralysis? Say, Alex, did you mean to roll your eyes, but it kind of blinked a couple times instead? <laughs> I'm gonna turn you over my knee. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I felt like his whole thing was like like I understand that the hitting is part of the fun, but also it's like always in response to her doing something like kind of funny and sarcastic. And yeah. I just don't like trying to to spank the sarcasm out of her. Yeah, no. we keep the sass in there. I know. Yeah, and I did I did not like his text because it reminded me of some past relationships I've had. I did not like his text oh, yeah. where he said, "I don't read it." We're good there. No, yeah, we won't. We're not going to get into that. Okay, good. We're, we're going to. Um, and we're out of time. <laughs> and we just, just keep it light. Um, uh, I, when he was like another Cosmo, you know, and then he took her Cosmo away, and I was just like, "What? That's not cool. Uh-huh. That is not cool. If you can't have two Cosmos in one day with your mom. I don't with know. With your mom in the south. With your mom in the south. <laughs> yeah, she should have had six Cosmos. Granted, there he? are better drinks, but you get to yeah. choose. Yeah, if he had done that because. It was just a Cosmo. That would have been a different thing. He'd be like, "Let's get her some some uh, bourbon and, <laughs> and, and like some kind of beer back." Yeah, <laughs> that would be fun. I yeah. The, well, I mean, they gland they gloss over this in the movie, but the first when she's drunk and being fun, she calls him, hangs up. He shows up at the bar minutes later without her having said what bar she's at, because in the mo- in the book he used illegal tracking technology from his telecommunications company to find like. He is such a crazy. I mean, that person. one's on Verizon, though. That was that was Verizon's fault. Yeah. <laughs> well, they shouldn't have responded to his his fake order to give up the yeah. information. But uh, still, like, oh, so bad at boundaries. Oof. Uh, it's awful. Yeah. And then he just you know pushes well pushed that guy away. She was already handling it. Yeah. You know, she's yeah. handling that drunken moment. 
Yeah, it was also like her best friend is trying to kiss her. It was like not she wasn't in a ton of danger. No. Like, you know what I think would be interesting, guys? What if we took that kind of love triangle with you know with the with the rich guy, the best friend, and her, and like we change it so like you know we take out the BDSM, but we add in like werewolves and vampires. Ooh, oh, yeah, right. I like yeah. it. We keep it in the Pacific Northwest, All right. rather, uh, <laughs> but a smaller smaller town. Yeah, yeah, smaller. Yeah, like a spoons. lumber town. <laughs> I sure. when I when I was watching this actually, I remembered my favorite part of reading the book was that no one told me because it was Twilight fanfic. No one told me that it wasn't still a vampire, and so I remember being three quarters <laughs> of the way through the book, going, "They're really holding this vampire reveal pretty late." Yeah. <laughs> I re- just kept assuming that Christian Grey is a vampire, and so all of his bad behavior made more sense. But no, no. I, I was kind of curious about this actually. Who was Mrs. Robinson in um, in Twilight? Yeah, I don't. Um, well, he had, oh, like is, that, it, is it? Oh, is it the guy? The guy that the head vampire? Oh, it could, that makes yeah, sense. That his maker. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. It could be one of the Collins. Uh, I think it's his maker. That could be well, it. Or maybe one of the, the Volturi, maybe. Yeah, or that. Oh, yeah. oh uh, Dakota Fanning. Yeah, it could have been Dakota Fanning. <laughs> oh, with, yeah, oh. That'd be fun. Uh, Which yeah, also, ones. by the way, I got Dakota Fanning and Dakota, whoever this is, mixed Johnson. up. Johnson. <laughs> so I was yeah. a little confused when I, I mean, I, you know, I feel like everyone gets one Dakota, and you can change, <laughs> you can exchange them for another one if it's not your favorite. <laughs> South. Dakota Johnson. Um, <laughs> you want South? Really? Yeah. Well, you wouldn't? Oh, man. Everyone goes for North. South is where it's at, guys. <laughs> everyone goes for North? South Dakota has Mount Rushmore. It does, but North Dakota has Fargo, right? <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah, and well, Dakota Fanning has those eyes. Yeah, yeah. They were contacts and a, and a sister. I, I can't tell the difference between Dakota Fanning and El Fanning. I feel like they'd be super awkward later on. <laughs> I can't tell the difference between Dakota Fanning and North Dakota. <laughs> this whole movie, I just kept confusing her with a large square state. I I can't tell the difference between Mount Rushmore and then that cat Mount Rushmore. With the cat. <laughs> is there a difference? I, there's no difference. That's yeah. why. It's a good. Okay. So we're, we've wandered a little bit from the Pacific Northwest. I also just want to say that I still think that uh, I've taken a lot of different ways to get to Seattle. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Definitely think a helicopter is the best one. Yeah, mm. Charlie Tango was great. I was, speaking of travel, I was so confused that Kate was like, do you know how to get to Seattle? Are you going to get lost? <laughs> it is I-5 in a straight line for three okay. hours. You mean, but, you mean but, the one road that leaves town city, going directly into another town that you can't miss? Yeah, when you Anna is really city, stupid, though, Chris. <laughs> Anna is so dumb. really dumb. So She's dumb. not. She can't. She is. She can't, she can't make a sandwich right. She can't no. even keep her own sandwich. She can't. Yeah. <laughs> She can't hold on to a man or a sandwich or anything. Uh, all right. Let's do the second half of our compliment sandwich, you guys, so we could get, get, wrap this up. We're going to go in reverse yep. order, which means, Chris, you are up first. What is the last nice thing you were going to say about Fifty Shades of Grey, the movie? Oh, shit. So, um, you know, I was thinking that uh, – well, we talked about Drunk Anna um, a, mm-hmm. a little bit being on the phone. Uh, but just my official compliment, I want it to be on record that Dakota Johnson shows that she is capable of so much better than this role yeah. in this movie, in, the, in, in, uh, in this film. She's just like, there are times in which they let her act in a way that isn't just whisper talking and showing her boobs and writhing around. And those were the best parts. I mean, that and the music. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think I'm she excited. comes out of this unscathed. I think you're right. Yeah, she I think comes so out too. Of this yeah, I agree. Very unscathed. Unlike the I, oak tree, who pretty scathed by me cardboard cut out of a <laughs> catalog yeah balls were scathed <laughs> but anyway i'm excited to see her do something where she gets to uh have a personality i was wondering yeah. about actually whether this um this kind of a movie because it's uh made a lot of money but no one's liked it except for kyle i wonder if uh <laughs> i wonder if this like also when you're when you with that much nudity i wonder how that affects your career after this because i know that a bunch of actors turned it down because it was so much nudity that they thought it would be bad for their careers there was a bunch of nudity yeah like a lot yeah, yeah. and they had to rub their junk I, I, up against each other there's I, some junk rubbing i don't think it's gonna i think i think in the same age it's not really gonna affect her i think i think, I think it might propel her into some really cool role. i hope so and i hope that it sinks him because he cannot 
He's got no chemistry. Stop it. You stop it. I will fight you. (laughs) What if he gets to use his own Northern Irish accent? That would have been better, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he should only be in Irish movies. Maybe that'll make him less wooden. (laughs) Or maybe he was wooden because he just can't stand her. Uh, He can't stand Dakota. And so it's like having to pretend to be in love with her was really hard. Maybe he was really upset it wasn't Dakota Fanning. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was to go Fanny or North Dakota. I expected Dakota. Rushmore to show up in the middle when I took out her clothes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, uh-huh. Continuing backwards, uh, I'm, I'm next. So, well, actually, I'm going to throw in a, a bonus hate really fast, which is I like it's sort of a compliment. Like, I like that it was actually raining in Seattle, unlike 10 Things I Hate About You. But it was huge droplets and lots of thunder, which is not our rain, Chris. That's no, not our not. rain. Mm-mm. That is someone else's rain. That's a movie. That's what movie people think our rain is like, but it's mm. not our rain. Yeah, that's why I like the killing on AMC. It it looks the light looks like Seattle. The rain yes. looks like Seattle. Oh. It, it does it, it does it Ex- very well. Except for that, it does it so well, it puts me to sleep. <laughs> that's why I just can't like, watch. That's why I can't watch uh, Blue Planet because the whale songs are too realistic. <laughs> oh, it's just it's just like a sleep mask on you. Yep, exactly. <laughs> it is. I thought, I thought we were going to have kinky sex, but instead I'm napping. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but my real compliment is for a very small moment with the extras in the elevator sex scene. So they're like making oh. out in the elevator. <laughs> the doors open. There's these four businessmen. And they go. <clears throat> and then literally one of the guys says, as I was saying. <laughs> like they go into their like extras fake talk and he says as i was saying peas and carrots peas and carrots peas and carrots peas and carrots yeah uh, watermelon, watermelon like he's allowed to say half of the th- like, he's only allowed to say all as i was saying but then has to keep talking and it was so funny to they watch them like the- clearly mike we're in the close room and we just can't understand them for some reason yeah they could have done adr or literally anything else could have done anything else an amazing he, he could have said something business like as i was saying if you look at the reports mr johnson i think there's a lot of things you'll find peas and carrots 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 peas and carrots, peas and carrots. I think they, 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 those businessmen were also unscathed. I think they'll, they'll go on to be great extras and other yeah. movies. I think so, too. Ezra, minor compliment. What is it? So, um, basically, I, I felt like I deserved a treat after this. And so, um, I uh, HBO now has Edge of Tomorrow uh, streaming. That movie's uh, so good. It it's is so awesome. good. It's like a video so game. Good. I want to watch yeah. it again now that you talked about it. Yeah. So, so Sarah and I watched that instead. Uh, well, not instead. Sarah got to see that instead of having to see this. I was going to say... Um, yeah, and uh, and I got to you know, had two movies in one day, and one of them totally wiped away the memory of the other. So Emily Blunt is so good in that movie. And it's a great movie. Tom Cruise, for all his faults, sure does get hit in the face well. Uh, <laughs> he really does. Well, I'm you sure want... it happens to him a lot. <laughs> is, it just, yeah. is that based on the fact that he seems like he deserves it? Yeah. I don't. Well, <laughs> it, it's it's cool because I, I, I think we did I, a good job. I'm going to say, Ezra, I'm going to let you pass this mm-hmm. time, but that was pretty. <laughs> that was, Pretty close to a violation of the okay. compliment rule. Okay. Also, also, there's a trailer of Pitch Perfect Two that I saw in the, beginning of the movie, and that looks really fun. Oh, that doesn't really look good hope. at all. No. Oh, it looks so good. I love uh, the first one. I love the first one. Based on the trailer, the second one is not. I really I'm hope gonna it's watch better. It's got it David Cross in it, which looks fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, Kyla. I'll let I'll let that one pass. Kyla, what is your okay. minor compliment? The last nice thing you have to say about Fifty Shades today. Uh, okay, that the the elevator, elevator scene as well, mm-hmm. yep. kissing yep. scene, mm-hmm. was um, not as hot, um, and at the same time, not as disturbing as the elevator kissing scene in Drive. Oh. Because, because he didn't stomp oh, yeah. on anyone's head. Yeah. <laughs> So I appreciated that. Yeah, I appreciate <laughs> that Christian Grey didn't murder somebody. Yeah. I, I'm also just thinking of Captain America uh, 2, The Winter Soldier, where he takes out all those guys on the elevator. Oh, that was super cool also. What if he just started making out with his shield? After? <laughs> oh, I bet he does that every night. Like As I was saying, on. baby, peace and carrots, peace and carrots. America. <laughs> he loves America so much. <laughs> That is it for our show, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. We're going to be back again next week. Next week, we're talking... This is our wrap-up of Love Month, by the way. Welcome back to Love Month, you guys. Uh, Next week for our finale of Love Month, we're talking about BMX Bandits, because... 
We love 80s movies, and so does our sponsor, Paul, from New Jersey. Thank you for sponsoring, Paul. Good to have you back. Look forward to everybody loving some motorcycles and some 80s movies. Happy Love Month. And thanks for being here, as always, Chris Nez. Of course. Yeah. At Sue Walter Smith. Uh, and at Ezra Fox. And uh, Kyla from Vaginal Fantasy, vaginalfantasy.com. I can't imagine why that was available. Um, <laughs> guys... The power of Felicia Day. Got there yeah, just in time. You have to buy that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. Uh, so, so, and, so it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a video podcast. It's a video show. It's got a YouTube channel uh, where you guys do hangouts and uh, talk about romance novels. You also do, which I think is really cool, you sort of organize regional video chat meetups of people reading the same books or other books and the, yeah, the same books there, there are book clubs all around the world and they have their own funny names like the London group is called the Buttered Crumpets uh-huh. and the um, Australian group where they're the Down Unders and the, the huh? San Francisco Safe Words and uh-huh. um, so and they all they all meet together on their own and uh, and they they read the books and talk about the books together and then they of course watch the show watch the show where have, you guys talk about also, drinks and, and talk yeah. about the show we mostly talk about drinks and video games, and then a little bit about them. It's you <laughs> and Felicia and Veronica and Bonnie. Mm-hmm. It's the, okay, it's yeah. a yeah, it's a, a stellar lineup, and uh, it's really fun. I, I I think listing the groups that are the other groups is one of my favorite parts of the show because there are some <laughs> great great names. Yeah, there really are. Uh, I, and also just such a cool idea. And I, it's really yeah, it's a really cool thing that you guys do. So everybody, yeah. check that out. Vaginalfantasy.com. And at Kyla, K-I-A-L-A on Twitter. <laughs> Thanks for being here, Kyla. Thank you for having me. This it, was awesome. It was really a blast. We'll do it again sometime. I hope so. All right. And we'll, 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 we will all do this again sometime. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Man, I hope there's not a sequel. <laughs> they already did fund the sequels, and we will not watch them for less than $1,000. Oh my god, I'm totally gonna see them. Yeah, those are the other ones. <laughs> I am gonna get so much backlash from this. <laughs> <laughs>